Path folk to find the path ventures actual play of the war for the crown adventure path where we are the ultimate rat exterminators i don't know we, we're definitely we? not <laughs> we're, like we're still amateur. in the circle by the way yeah. Yeah. Y'all, y'all ever had those days where you get up you got a bunch of energy you're like man i'm gonna crush it today i'm gonna i got this to-do list to do and you do the first thing and you're like nope i'm done Mm-hmm. Yep, I feel like it. that's like that's Cornelius right that's now. He's it. like, oh god, no, I, I can't continue. What you've just described is what it's referred to as the 15 minute event. Yes, day. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I used all of my first level spells in this one combat. I'm well, so tired. You know. That's okay. I used my challenge and then didn't even get to take a single swing. I know. <laughs> it's devastating. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's supposed to uh, to kick things back off again. Uh, when last we left, our heroes, our noble scions, still in the archives beneath the Senate floors after uh, having been teleported down beneath the Senate building following the Grand Prince's, you suppose, attempt at massacring the entirety of the Taldane Senate during the Exaltation Day mm-hmm. speech. Yeah, I don't know if you really call it a coup if the person in power is trying to eliminate all of his opportunists. A, uh... I think it's technically still a coup if you're trying to overthrow the portion of the government. The right yeah, the government, yeah. I guess, I, guess it's, government. yeah I guess it is still a coup even though he's in power. Yeah, yeah. trying to change it from being a um, constitutional monarchy yeah. to, a, to a dictatorship. Yeah. Um, you had explored the archives beneath here, had met up with a number of uh, other survivors, a half dozen other survivors, and had also secured some items for yourselves, met with a gremlin by the name of Vicar, who had uh, informed yep. you of a archivist by the name of Factor 12. Factor 12 and uh, Vicar have both warned you pertaining towards Dagio, the lord, the king of the underworld, the uh, master of the circle. Or at the very least, the attempted master of the circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd also found a journal uh, detailing an experiment that may have resulted in Dajio, who you've learned was apparently a giant rat, uh, being transformed from being a familiar into an immortal familiar, and seemingly having lived down here for about 200 years uh, after the actions of Senator Glendower. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, who I think exploded in this very room. Who appeared to oh, have it exploded. Does appear that he exploded in here, yes. In an area referred to as the Senate of Circles. Which you had made your way down to after having a brief conversation with a rather polite kobold by the n- name of Mimeeps. A battle had ensued once you reached the Senate of Circles, with all of you fighting Daggio as well as his own Senate of uh, mm-hmm. two rat swarms. Quite literal rat swarms in this case. Yes. I have to remind myself that it's not like actually been like two hours in game because I'm like, Gwen shut that door like two hours ago. And what does the B team <laughs> think is going on? <laughs> yeah, it's been maybe a minute. <laughs> we open it back up. We're like, all right, all right. Danger's past everyone. <laughs> Wait, no attention Shut to the up. people still in the rafters. They hear screams and stabs and <laughs> acid burns. Thuds. But yeah, yes. a fight had ensued where uh, you had battled uh, successfully defeating the two uh, swarms both the uh, conservative and progressive caucuses of this Senate, where you had then subsequently (laughs) climbed up into the rafters and battled against the awakened dire rat immortal Dodgia. Wizard. Mm -hmm. Extraordinary. Of all the NPCs I've ever run, he has one of the most interesting backstories. (laughs) I know, we're never going to get to hear about it. Yeah, an unusual character for sure. 
Yeah, you did learn. I mean, you learned the, the crux of it, which was he was apparently an old blind rat that was then given a thing that made him a young, youthful, strong rat familiar. Mm-hmm. And apparently awoken him in the process, <laughs> I imagine. It made him big. Yeah, and then apparently his uh, wizard companion blew himself up. And then he knew his master wanted to master the circle, which was a group of, like, wizards. Yeah, like a, wiz- I mean, a wizard cabal. Yeah. We mm-hmm. guess, and, and yeah. And so now he's, uh, and then he got obsessed with geometry. So, you know. Mm-hmm. It would be funny because the wording of that statement does mean that it could have actually just been a circle. <laughs> Maybe. It could have been. <laughs> Like you get through all of this, and it's one of those living runes. That's just a big mm. circle that's oh, its way along a wall. Or See, something. I'm thinking like circle, like you know. Yes, like that's the, also a very like valid the, interpretation. The you know, which we have a circle. You know mm. what I mean? Kind of the coven thing. thing yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, Jordan used the phrase druidic circle, which is also mm-hmm. a common yeah. Yeah. Um, gathering of spellcasters. But a long battle had ensued, and by that I mean an eleven-round conflict, which may be it a was new a lot. record for it's us. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Had followed. It took longer to kill this rat than it took to kill the final boss of Mummy's Mask. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Spoiler alert for Mummy's Mask. <laughs> we had left off with uh, Oliver and Verity uh, up in the rafters. Gwen is still sitting on the floor. Gwen sitting on the floor from where she fell off the wall and uh, bruised her her rear again. <laughs> Cornelius in much better condition now as he was actually dropped into the negatives and was uh mm-hmm. yeah my, my acid burns have you. somewhat cauterized at least so I'm not you know taking persistent damage or anything from it but I probably look a wreck yeah <laughs> luckily none of it got on my face and that's the important Verity part. also badly burned by, <laughs> yeah. uh, by acid during that conflict yep. and uh, Felix down below having just uh, channeled the power of uh, Abadar to heal up everyone a uh, a little bit ago, although I think everyone got pretty badly injured in between those times. Yeah. I'm not looking great at the moment. I mean, I'm not super rough, but I'm. Can you take a, uh, a 2d6 fall right now? <laughs> I could. Yeah, I think I mean, I'm going to just climb down. But. You could see if Zubari's got any extra healing because I've only yeah. got one mm. cure light left and uh, then I've got three channels and yeah, I don't Gwen's know what's got coming next. one first level spell so Gwen will stand up to her feet while Verity and Oliver are shimmying across the rafters yes. and go open that door again oh wait until we are down and not in some precarious situation <laughs> just in case we fall I don't want to be embarrassed if you fall and crack your head open we could use the extra healing oh god do it once we've fallen though <laughs> don't worry if you do fall it will be embarrassing either way Yes, but being embarrassed in front of you is different than them. Yes, that's what I'm primarily worried about at the moment. We're just scuttling along. <laughs> <laughs> just Again, your little inchworms just kind of going along. The I will <laughs> drag the body of Daggio along with me. We did promise Factor 12 we'd bring back some stuff that Daggio had stolen. Probably that shocking grasp wand. Uh, let's, yeah, let's yeah. also hope he doesn't have any of it hidden in the rafters. Real quick, before all of you head down, uh, I will give it to... Oliver and uh, technically any of those of you down on the ground can make a perception roll, but Oliver and Verity notice it automatically, so no need. You can tell that there is a rope that does lead up to the five-foot-wide hole in the ceiling of this room that is at the apex of the dome. Oh, that's where he squirreled it away, didn't he? Gods. All right, I'll go deal with this, Oliver. Thank you. I greatly appreciate it. Because at least I'm not scared of heights. Notice for once, Verity didn't actually give me any uh, guff for this, so... No, she's not that mean. No, that's... that's I mean, you know. 
No, I will reinforce the fact that Oliver was killing it in that last fight. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, you did a great job. I did nothing yeah. useful. The least I can do is go get in this hole. Hey, you struck the rats like once or twice, I, right? I absorbed some damage. Yeah. Which is useful. Which is useful. The important question that I suppose I have is uh, if you're choosing to make your way over, if you're choosing to climb up there, um, this is a rope that does not have a wall to brace against. Mm-hmm. Oh, higher DC. Uh, mechanically speaking, it means that you are looking at a DC 15. All right, Verity's going to take a second to strip off this armor. She's going to sit on a beam and take off this armor. <laughs> We're not under combat situations anymore, so you can take 10. Um, yeah, yes, you, you could can potentially not the rope. The Fair rope enough. is to sitting down 20 feet, and it's 20 feet of rope because it reaches here. So oh, unless you okay. have something so, yeah. to attach to it, it would be very... Yeah, it's also don't... very hard to knot a rope when it's already attached to yeah. an anchor at the top. We also don't have any additional rope, so... Taking 10 won't get me a 15, so ah, I have okay. to I have to roll for Oof. it. Uh, That's fair. Okay. I just wanted to point that out. So Yeah. Can anyone here take 10 for a 15? No. Uh, no. no. Technically, all of her can. So, I mean, we can switch out. I well, don't... we can. Um, we'll just get below you with the tapestry, you know, like a la fireman style. And just yeah, be in under case you, you fall, we'll try to case. catch you in the tapestry. Like, I'm not kidding. That's not a terrible idea, actually. Yeah. I don't know. Are surface? any of our friends, I mean, I guess Oliver can no. take 10, but I was going to yeah, say, are I, any I, of I, our I friends, can. like expert climbers out in the hallway? Any of y'all, you know, put some ranks and climb. If we could be raging, I could take 10. <laughs> the best you've got out there is Guy, who has a plus four. Okay. Okay. Like, I, I honestly don't mind doing it if it would help. And it seems like this is going to be the easiest way to do it. So. Okay, if you're sure. Yeah. I, I mean, Oliver doesn't like it, but at least we're not in combat anymore. So. He can take his time, you know? Yeah. I'll just wait here. Yeah. Yeah, I'll if you could wait you if you fall. nearby, I would appreciate that. I'll hold the rope steady. Is that a thing that's helpful? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I mean... If nothing else, I can ready to catch you or something. <laughs> yeah. So Oliver will approach the center and I suppose very gingerly and very slowly begin climbing up the rope. So Oliver, you quickly cross across. All of you watch this nervously because uh, the rafters are 20 feet up. Mm-hmm. The center of the Senate floor is actually 10 feet lower, which means that Oliver is now over a 30-foot drop. Mm-hmm. The apex that he's climbing to is an additional 20 feet up, meaning that were he to slip and fall, it would be a drop of 50 feet. Yikes. Like, just, I was not kidding, though, about the tapestry thing. That is a thing yeah, the firemen do. Yeah. Uh, mechanically speaking, it does create a... Um, falls into a yielding surface. Convert the first 1d6 points of damage to non-lethal damage. Okay, so we're going to do that just yeah. in case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I'm sure none of us want to destroy, you know, historic tapestries, yeah. um, we don't want to lose Oliver more. So so ba- basically rules as written, and if it's non-lethal damage, it, can, it basically removes it entirely. So if someone was jumping off of the top of a 20-foot building onto a tapestry like that, they would take no damage. However, anything past that, you're hitting with enough force that you're still going to hit the ground. Mm. Um, it just won't hurt as bad. Okay. Of course, you would have to be willingly jumping off, and if Oliver fell, that would not be the case. No, yeah. I would not be willingly jumping <laughs> off at that point. <laughs> Oliver's like, I'd never willingly jump off of anything. No. <laughs> this is how we know, by the way, that Oliver is a true hero, because <laughs> it's not that he is just, you know, fearless and daring. No, he is terrified and still doing what needs to be done. I don't like it. <laughs> I have uh, I've made this argument. This is a little bit of a side tangent. I've made this argument on so many occasions that 
Luigi is the true hero, not Mario. Yes. 100%. Luigi is terrified and overcomes his fear. Mm. Yes. Whereas Mario is utterly Luigi fearless. Luigi is terrified of ghosts and has three entire games about him hunting down ghosts to save Mario. So you yeah. know And when he is terrified of ghosts on yeah. top of it. You yeah. can only be mm -hmm. courageous if you're afraid. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oliver, you balance your way along here. Again, uh, if you can take 10 on an acrobatics check and get a five, then you can even balance along. Yeah, I can take 10 speed. and get a 10, so yeah. <laughs> should be okay. So uh, again, you, you stride your way forward, panther-like grace. Make your way over to this uh, this rope here. Test it a couple of times because apparently this has been used by a 30-pound uh, rat and not a uh, probably 200-pound full-grown man. Oh yeah. It seems pretty secure. All right. Fataldor. Uh, Fataldor! We yell from below. <laughs> um, Oliver begins to ascend. I will take 10, which gets me a 15 after armor check penalty, and all is, all is told. Uh, you must have a ranking climb. Yes, I do. Ah, nice. Okay. I took it nice. at second level because I was like, I should probably know how to climb, even if I don't really want to. Fair and enough. is a climbing class skill for Magus? I don't yeah. think so. Oh, it, no, is. it is. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so. It is because it is for fighters, and I'm kind of like a fighter wizard ah, double okay. class. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, you wipe off your palms from. Uh, you know, make sure to get all the the sweat and blood off of your palms from that fight you just went through. You grab onto the rope, and begin to pull yourself up. You know, loop one leg around the rope to secure it in place for you. Climb up. Not doing the Kratos uh, only using your upper body thing. Oh, God, no. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> very few people can actually do that. That's true. <laughs> Even if Basically Oliver could, Kratos. I don't think he'd want to do that. <laughs> no. Well, that's also, yeah, that's true. Because then your little legs are just dangling. Yeah. For all of those of you below, you can see Oliver climbing as you kind of make your way forward. Gather in the, uh, the center of the room. Felix quickly ripping down one of the tapestries, uh, hoping that this ancient tapestry will, will hold if uh, Oliver falls. Supporting it as well as you can, considering that Verity's still up there. Mm. Oliver, you climb the rope, swaying back and forth, back and forth as you ascend up. Before you reach break. the top, this lip, grab onto this. See that the uh, the rope just kind of curves over the side of here, a little bit frayed where it's been rubbing oh. on the, uh, the edge ah. here. Good. Good. Don't think about it. Uh -huh. Leading you into a very small chamber, circular about five feet across. If this were an actual Taldane building, then you think that this would be the cupola at the top of the dome. In fact, it's designed exactly to look like that. It's circular with a number of pillars and archways that on an actual top of a dome would have windows that overlook the surrounding land. Here, it has been finely carved in these uh, bow reliefs, carved into the arches to make it look like you're viewing Opara through these archways. Although an Opara that hasn't existed in probably half a millennia. Looking about, looks like off towards the side is basically a bed, a little rat's nest, if you will, mm. made up of torn down tapestries. Off to the side, you can see a fine collection of books scattered about. The entirety of the room is covered in circular designs. And there's also a number of objects scattered about. Looking this over, you can find the following. Uh, the books here are almost all of no actual interest to you. Uh, these mm. are all mathematical tomes. <laughs> Do any of them correspond with missing items that um, Factor 12 was looking for? There are a couple here. 
Okay. Uh, although many of those missing items that Factor 12 was talking about are actually on .geo as he's stolen and wore. Oh, I've been them. amongst the books, but I mean, it looks yeah. like, yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, no, none, none of the uh, the books were technically, quote unquote, checked out. Um, it's ah. actually the artifacts that were missing that uh, Factor right. 12 sent you okay. after. Uh, so first off, you do find a tome here that uh, opening this, you can recognize this as a spell book. Mm. Oh, oh! Hey, we get to have his spell book. Yeah, I mean, I'll go on ahead and blast off read magic. Why not? Uh, so first off, it does contain uh, all the zero level spells, mm. like any standard spell book. Yeah. It For also has uh, comprehend languages, a magic missile, and shield, as well as acid arrow and invisibility. As far as second level spells are concerned. In addition to this, um, we can worry about this a little bit later on if you want. Mm-hmm. There are one d three. Random spells of first, second, third, and fourth level in this book. Holy cow. That's going to come in handy. Holy cow, nice. This was written in a fine uh, script. The Taldane here is a little bit dated. Mm -hmm. It was probably the senator's spell book, and then after he blew himself up. Yeah, he he took the spell book. (laughs) Yeah. Figured it out. Yeah. Uh, In addition to this, you find that there are uh, four pristine circular cut rubies. (laughs) And a small bag here. Nice. Very nice. Uh, also in that same bag is a pearl hidden within a, uh, a scuffed jewelry box. Uh, the jewelry box con- contains a collection of other rings. Hmm. Uh, you notice that there's uh, one of these rings that's in a very small bag, a velvet bag. And opening this, you find that it appears to be a signet ring. Hmm. Uh, the signet ring being two crowns surrounded by olive leaves. What if that's his master's? Which for... Uh, just to jog all of your memories, because uh, this was much more recent for your characters than it was mm. for any of you, the players, uh, is the exact same emblem that was on the cover of the journal that mm. Felix found yeah. uh, from ah, okay. Senator Glendower. At that point, almost certainly it's Glendower's ring. Mm. That seems to be basically everything up here. All right. <clears throat> Fortunately, all very portable. <laughs> I was very worried it was going to be like, and there's a giant carpet that you have to bring down, and there's, you know. It's almost <laughs> like they assumed only one it. person would be climbing up yeah. here to grab all this. Just start <laughs> hucking things out of the hole. Yeah, exactly. Just start throwing books down. It's like, look out below. <laughs> we just catch it all in the tapestry. So yeah, I don't know if it'll count as returning it, though, if we break it. When we get true, true, right? We've got the, the tapestry to catch it. It'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> all right. I think I've found everything up here. I'm going to start heading back. All right. In a bit. <clears throat> It'll be, be a moment. Just watch your step. You'll be okay, Oliver. We'll catch you. I, I appreciate that. Unlike the tree that. incident. <laughs> I imagine all of us are just like, like look over at Gwen, like, why would you mention that right now? I said unlike. <laughs> Coming down is easier than going up, right? That's the problem. <laughs> you know, climbing down, like with stairs. Sorry, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't help it. <laughs> it really is easier. That's, having that's a, the part that's hurty. Uh, Rick, having personally done a fifty-foot bungee jump once, it's uh it's very hard to convince yourself to go over the side, even if you're holding something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even if you know it's going to be all right. Yeah, Oliver, you um. Load all of this up into your back, grab onto the rope, kind of walk yourself backwards, lean out after having really checked to make sure it's a little frayed, but it's not too bad. Okay. 
All right. You lean out and over. You descend down about five feet through the uh, the gap there. Oh, no. <laughs> you reach, I don't like that. You reach the most difficult part of this, which is where you have to just kind of let yourself drop down a little bit, where you go from being in the tunnel that leads into the cupola mm-hmm. to just being free hanging uh, up the top of the dome. Uh-huh. You twist uncomfortably a couple of times. It's all of you just watch him sway and twist around a few times before you begin to slowly, you just kind of like hook the rope, bring, you know, hold up the rope with your offhand, clutch the rope with the other and begin to slowly repel down as uh, you do have a, a rank and climb. You actually know proper climbing technique. Mm-hmm. We were trained on how to do that. It's just Oliver forgot for a while because he never practiced. <laughs> he didn't want to do it. Eventually, Oliver, you descend down get to the point where you're like Verity can walk over is close enough that you because again when you stepped out onto that rope you had to kind of almost hop out a little bit yeah I can give uh, you a hand to get the rope so you know as you reach this point Verity can reach over uh, you know grab onto uh, your arm pull you over so that you can get your feet firmly planted after a good you know probably about five or six seconds or so you can finally convince your other hand to release the rope mm-hmm. now that you're on <laughs> uh, semi-solid ground yeah. In the form of a one foot wide support beam. Solid dirt <laughs> ground. And right. uh, in short order, I imagine the two of you navigate your way over to the wall and uh, climb back down the tapestry. Yes. Which, Taking you know, 10 all the way. Yes. Which groans and rips a little bit under your weights, but you eventually mm. get down to the bottom. We take two different tapestries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't go on the same tapestry at the same time. That's too yes. much. <laughs> oh, and I brought Daggio. Gwen warned you about the slippery ones that she kept finding. Mm-hmm. Those two are very slippery. Yeah, it's definitely those two specifically. <laughs> very good. Just, just bad luck on Gwen's part. There's less <laughs> dust and more some sort of odd grease, which I'm not questioning right now. Uh-huh. I guess once uh-huh. we're on the ground, I'll look over Daggio and take anything. Yeah, so. Oliver will just sit on one of the Senate benches for a moment. Gwen goes and stands next to him and just sort of pats him on the back gently until he seems to calm down. It's very high up there. But you didn't fall. No, I didn't. <clears throat> Consider this a success and a step toward overcoming future fears. Good. Yep. Good. Very good. <laughs> Stiff up a lip, Oliver. <laughs> All right. Um... I suppose uh, Cornelius will start uh, detect magic. Yes. On yeah, there are our some magical here things here and see what all we've got. Yeah. What does this mouse have? So looking over uh, Daggio, the rat, you would take offense to being called a mouse. Yeah, my uh, my spellcraft is a 19 taking 10. So okay. see how far that gets us. So uh, in the meantime, also anyone that wishes to may make me an appraise check. Ooh, I do love to make an appraise check. <laughs> I roll a two for an 11. You know, mm. I'll, I'll try. I really should put a rank in this. Let's say it seems like Verity's sort of thing. It feels like something t- Verity should know about. Oh no, not one for yeah. one. Well, Felix though. Not Come one for on, Felix. Two. Give yourself a credit. I, I you got a two. Five. Yeah. So maybe. Let's see. Gwen rolls a thirteen for a fifteen. I rolled an eleven for a sixteen. So hey, there we okay. go. We got a couple of solid ones. So first off, um Gwen Felix, you can tell that uh Dodgio's wearing hundreds of gold worth of jewelry. Sweet. Uh, all of it rings, amulets, circlets, bracelets, anklets, uh, all of these circular pieces of jewelry. As you look all of this over, um, almost all of these from the list of things that he'd apparently stolen from the artifact room. Mm. 
I kind of love it. So we will be returning those. Quinn just starts making a pile. Like, these are the ones that go to the artifact room. These are the ones that are free game. Yeah, are these like, yeah, I was going to say, how do we know which ones are or aren't? I mean, I guess we could just take it all back to Factor 12 and say well, which Factor of these. Well, Factor 12, he provided you with a list. Yeah, a very detailed list. And as an inevitable, it was an extraordinarily yeah, detailed list. Yeah, as about saying, from the lawful plane of existence, I imagine it's extremely detailed. Well, yes. and guaranteed to be trustworthy as well. <laughs> yeah. That's the basis of law. Mm-hmm. Yep, Gwen and uh, Felix are aware is this is somewhere between four and 5,000 gold worth of jewelry. Wow. I mean, he did love his circles. In addition to that, uh, you do find his, uh, you, know, you can go over there and retrieve his uh, his royal scepter, uh, which he was using to try to kill your friends. <laughs> uh, identifying this, you can tell that this is one of sh- shock and grasp, caster level yeah. one, 18 charges remaining. Wow. Oh, nice. Uh, in addition to that, you can pull a, uh, a ring off of one of the rings off of his, uh, his tiny little finger, which is a fine golden ring that looks to be something akin to a serpent hmm. uh, wrapped around a ruby in the center. Uh, you can identify this as a ring of protection plus one. Hmm. Nice. How nice. That is our second one. I wish one. to have the snake ring if yeah. no one else wants it. Go for it. In addition, uh, Oliver hey. brings down. I might trade you the the snake ring for the blue sapphire ring because the red's more my jam. Does this Is the sapphire ring also a yeah, it, some it's, sort of creature? It's not that we're arguing who gets the, the bonus from the ring. It's which aesthetically is better for my <laughs> you know, like my a noble outfit. conversation. That's a super like, noble conversation. What does that one look like? Let's look at it again. It's a sapphire <laughs> ring that came off the other senator. That's the ring of protection plus one. But Gwen oh. wants the red gemstone. But if you want oh. trade, she's not going to throw a fit. But the know? snake. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> if only I had craft jeweler or something, I could you know swap them out for you because they don't do anything for the magic. That's true. <laughs> it's purely ah, aesthetic. Yes. We can pay for someone to do that when we get up there, when we get out of here. Oh, also, I could uh, get another appraise check from everyone as you look over the things that Oliver come, came down with. I roll a seven for a 16. <laughs> an 18 for a 19. <laughs> I got a 12 for a 14. Okay. I rolled a two for a seven. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Verity, you are able to determine that the uh, the four rubies here are pristine cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, each one of these rubies is worth 100 gold pieces apiece. Whoa. Wow. There were four of them, right? There are four of them. These are exceptional rubies. Oh, I mean, most likely used for spell components. Mm. Gwen starts eyeing those as well. Yes, I hope <laughs> one that's Gwen as a peace offering. <laughs> I could make a tiara. A tiara, or potentially a necklace and, and uh, earrings to match. It's hmm. true. In addition to that, uh, you are able to determine that the pearl there is actually a pearl of power first level. Ooh. Hmm. Wow. Lastly, you do look over this uh, the ring that was in this small velvet bag, and taking 10 for a 19, yeah, you have no idea. Hmm. <laughs> this must be a powerful one. I'm unable to identify it. Hmm. Uh, you may actually make a null draconna if you so wish. I will. Well, Gwen will also take. We'll, we'll take a closer look at this ring. Roll a two for an eleven. This is not going to be my episode. Okay. Mm. Oh, nope, nothing. Not a. Gwen rolls a six for a thirteen. Gwen can also make an ultra con after set number of rounds. Oh, hey, I got an eighteen mm. for a twenty-four. Okay. That sounded so disappointed. <laughs> well, it might be for you. Yeah, twenty-four does not succeed. Oh what? wow! Whoa. This is a strong item. Oh. That means a caster uh, 24 level... would succeed up to a caster level of nine. nine. Yeah, which Jeez. means it's higher than that. Well, we keep that. Uh, yeah. None of us put it on in case it's like, you know, severely oh, cursed or something. 
Gwen rolls a 17 for a 20 on an arcana. Yeah, you can't determine what school of magic this even uses. You can tell Ooh. that it's moderately powerful. Perhaps Factor 12 might know what it does. We should return all of this to him. We promised we would. Yes. Uh, is that ring that's super powerful on the list of things that need to go back? Uh, no. You're going to guess this This was uh, Senator Glintower's um, signet ring. Mm. Hmm. Right. Well, let's, I suppose, gather this stuff. And Is everyone all right, by the way? I'm fine. I'm be much better. Mm. Yes, I'll, I'll live. As as Cornelius starts casting mending to try to like join the what remains of his shirt together. <laughs> Glad to see you made it through all right. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't actually get hurt in that last fight. I'm glad for that. <laughs> I mean, besides falling on our butt, Gwen's the same story, so yeah. you know what? <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was uh Frost going, I'm still down a good number of hit points. <laughs> I am down about nine hit points, so I just five, didn't know. Hey. I'm down yeah, maybe like a channel or something. If a channel would be good. Well, maybe get Zubari to do it. So that yeah, that's true. Yeah, does Zubari have up, anything? But yeah, you could go and meet up with the uh, the others. Zubari would be willing to uh, to use a couple of channels to pick you guys up. Yeah, okay. that'd be great. We are clearing all of the way for him. Gee and Wilfin uh, talk to all of you real quick about what's going on. Hmm. Obviously, uh, Amistos seems to be eager to uh, to get out of here. Yeah, that's fair. Well, we have them come into this room, too, just in case the haunt resets. Yeah. Yeah. Gail's off to the side, uh, stopped where everyone else stopped. And once you're just like, we're going to take care of some things, you guys stay here. She settles down on one of the chairs and continues her. She's done a rough sketch right now of a kobold, but begins to, like, draw in the details from the kobold that you guys just encountered. While Zubari's channeling, Gwen's going to tear down one of the tapestries and kind of bundle up Daggio and set him somewhere. Mm. Maybe behind his podium. Yeah, give him a, a little respectful place there. Yeah. Uh, Zubari leads all of you in a, a quick prayer to uh, Abadar. Okay. And uh, channels twice, healing the party for six the first time and five the second. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine now. Wow. Very Great. good. Many thanks, Archbanker. Of course. And thank you all for your dedication to getting us all out of here. We need to return some items to Factor 12, and then I believe our exit is right through those doors. Geenots. We'll hold the room then. Appreciate it. Watch out for rodents. They may come back, but for the moment they seem to have fled. Mm. Yeah. Again, you disperse the two swarms, but... uh, Technically, that means there's still rats around, you know. There's still some rats. Rats in the walls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I suppose all of you uh, gather yourselves. You head back through. Give a little nod and all the rest of that stuff to uh, to Meeps. Yep, that's all we can do for some of us because we don't speak his language. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Do we want to buy any of those alchemist fires with the jewelry we got? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Might be a bad idea. You put down one ruby. Idea. I will take all of your alchemist fires. <laughs> do you have any Again, change? Y'all think I'm kidding, but... What use do we have of the jewelry right now? I mean, let's return to factor twelve and then come back. We we'll know how much we have. I'll give right. each of you one of the acids for now too, just in case. Oh yes, so. everyone, write down that okay. you have an acid. That's cool. Yeah, because we have five of them and there are five of us. So, congratulations, a flask you of have acid, acid, not like a tab of acid. Just yeah, yes. for oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, thank you. Does not endorse uh, illegal drug use. 
I mean, we are rich kids, but we're not really kids anymore. <laughs> Oliver's not a dealer. Yeah, Oliver was really ready for that post uh, exultation gallop. Braver. I brought enough for everybody. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, we no. haven't seen each other in a long time. Let's relax. <laughs> Let's drop some acid and relax for a bit. Let's get weird. <laughs> Yeah, if you wanted to uh, check with Mabeeps again, he does have uh, six vials of acid, uh, three alchemist fires. Technically speaking, if uh, you wanted to make it easier on yourselves, you could even pick up six vials of acid and two of those alchemist fires, and that would be one ruby. I don't know. I feel like we already dealt with some swarms, and we're going to get out of here. And Then there'll immediately be another swarm. Like there, yeah, like there won't be other swarms in the future, maybe? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? You navigate your way back. Uh, find your way back into the archive. Find factor 12 there who gives all of you, you're not really positive if he just bobs in the air or if it's a nod. Um, as the, the globe <laughs> of, uh, of swirling mechanical gears with its iridescent wings uh, hovering there. I assume if it was a nod, it'd be like a more of a, a, a tilt forward sort of rather yeah. than oh, a yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a bow yeah. or a nod, you don't know. Uh, we found your missing jewelry. Ah, he settles down on a table. I guess you just kind of splay everything out mm-hmm. yep. for him. Uh, he goes through in... Uh, extremely fast. He kind of flutters over nearby, picks up a, a drawer out of one of the uh, the shelves here, brings it back over. The entirety of the drawer has a number of dividers in it to make it in various cubbies. Uh, with his eye, he looks over this. With one hand, he picks up a quill and begins to quickly jot down note after note after note after note um, as he writes down identification numbers. Um, as he is cataloging each of these and quickly begins to shove them into cubbies. Oh, and he has his whole system already memorized. <laughs> I mean, he is a librarian. Yep, and mm-hmm. uh, begins to pick these up and quickly distribute them. So in short, there's uh, 500 gold worth of the uh, the jewelry, which are mostly uh, rings and amulets that are not covered by this. However, mm-hmm. uh, everything else are things that had been stolen from the archive. Okay. Ah, very well. Then uh, that seems to be complete. I am assuming that the king of the underworld has perished. Yes. Unfortunately. He gave us no choice. Unfortunately. I feel like it's quite fortunate. Well, it is somewhat sad to see such a unique creature pass from this world, as he was uh, perhaps the only one of his kind. Yes, but he was also stark raving mad and murderous. Hmm. It could have been uh, because of the quote-unquote rituals that were done to him. I feel a little bit bad, but he didn't exactly give us another option. A common conceit amongst mortals. No offense. Is this goal, this desire to live in perpetuity, but that's not what you were designed for. Mm -hmm. Your minds, your spirits, even, were designed to be finite, and therefore breaking from your preordained purpose of living, experiencing, and then expiring. Well, perhaps his mind was simply not built to weather the eons. Perhaps not. Then we have eased him from his suffering. You wouldn't happen to know what Senator Glendower's ring does. I am familiar with Senator Glendower until his untimely demise. Yes, we found his uh, signet ring, but weren't able to identify what it does. The magical properties are beyond us. He reaches out with a uh, with one mechanical leg slash arm, since they seem to be basically both for him. Takes it from you. Looks it over. And he rolls it around in his hand. Again, it's a beautiful golden ring, seemingly pristine on the outside. 
However, the inside of the ring shows centuries of wear, leaving the uh, inner band perpetually polished to a lighter hue than the rest of the gold ring's outer surface. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, it's the double crown olive branch of House Glendower. Uh, but no, unfortunately. It does appear to be a potent magical item, though. Mm. But it is not something that I am designed, again, to do. I am a archivist. I am not a cataloger. <laughs> Those are very different, yeah. Ross says. <laughs> Ross the librarian <laughs> says. Yeah. No, they're very different jobs. Yeah, yeah, they are. So you may wish to take this to a professional who may be able to inform you a little bit more of its use. But I suppose, according to Taldane laws of uh, property ownership, I believe it would be yours. Perhaps the Glendower family would be willing to provide you payment for it, but it is not something I can take off of your hands, unfortunately. It's quite all right. Oh, that suits us fine. Thank you very much for trying, at least. Absolutely. And also, per our agreement, if you would wish to, now that you have returned these items to me, borrow another item from the archive, you're welcome to do so. Oh, what else um, was there in this archive? There was the cloak and boots of Elvenkind and some and a magical battle axe, I believe. Yeah, and a wand of um, removed disease, I believe. Yes. Might as well get that wand. Yes, there's a wand of removed disease. It only has uh, five charges remaining. That so. seems like the best deal. Yeah. Although if you'd had those boots of Elvenkind, that would have been great when you guys were balancing with the plus five. That That's true, actually. That's probably why they gave it to yeah. us. Yeah, well, oh well. He retrieves a wand, brings it back over. Uh, it's a beautiful gray wand that he lays down on the table for you. Ah, then here you are. Uh, this wand should allow you to be able to remove diseases. Uh, it was commissioned by the Lassone family of Galt mm. during the great spread of what they refer to as Galton Pox. Mm. Uh, this was a horrible plague that uh, unfortunately infected many nobles of its time, uh, and particularly during the in the inner circle of Galt's most prestigious nobility, uh, including those of the family uh, Corsina. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, this was dealt with somewhat following certain changes in society. Uh, anyone that wishes to may make me a uh, history check uh, or a... I would also allow a heal check. Was this going to be like sanitation was invented? Uh, so I roll an eight for a 16 history. Gwen rolls a four for an 11 history. And Felix rolled a seven for a 15 heal check. The rest of you, no idea. I imagine uh, Felix and Cornelius probably exchange a glance. I don't know if they actually bring any of this up. You are familiar with Galton Pox. Um, Galton Pox is a, uh, let's just say another name, if you will, for syphilis. Oh. Ah. Mm. Oh. Ah, I see. <laughs> mm, okay, yes. so condoms. Condoms helped. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Wow. Uh, okay. However, it looks like they had to use the other 45 charges of this wand, so there are five charges remaining. <laughs> Good gracious. Jeez. Well, you know. Well, I guess technically remove disease, remove STDs too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I guess thank Factor 12 for all of his help. Hmm. If you should ever find need to come back, uh, I would be more than happy to entertain you once again. And don't forget to return the items once your uh, allotment is done. He pulls a sheet of paper, quickly jots down a thing, and then provides all of you a notice to be stamped upon their return. All right. Since you're <laughs> nice. effectively checking it. them out of the I archive. I assume he wants the wand back even if we use all five charges. 
Yeah, it's still a historical item. Yeah. We negotiate okay. all the details in terms of the contract. And yes, then we I mean, I believe the contract was for 12 years, if yes, I remember correctly. Yes, yeah. 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 so, trust me, but we I got lose plenty my, of time. But I lose my samurai powers if we neg on, the, on this deal, so I keep <laughs> well, this contract. I mean, hopefully this adventure path won't take 12 years. Oh, you never <laughs> Let's know. Let's hope not. Yeah, yeah, we never know. One of Ragathiel's tenets is like, your word is, you know, your bond, basically. So, especially since Gwyn's wearing the armor, yes, I have to return this. Yes, my edict is I must fulfill binding agreements, which this would count as. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In case you become uh, concerned about enchanting these items, by the way, technically speaking, upon returning them, you could actually just fill out paperwork to check them out again. You just more or less have to come back and check in. You just have to come back mm -hmm. every 12 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are the only borrowers for these items. Gwen's grandkids yeah. are like, why do we have to keep go filling out this paperwork every 12 years? <laughs> because yeah. uncle or aunt Great Aunt Verity's ghost will come and haunt you if you don't keep your deal. <laughs> yeah. It's like they inherited a timeshare. Yes. Oh, yikes. You can no. never get rid of it. Yikes. No. Yeah, I suppose you then backtrack, making your way back to the uh, the Senate of Circles. Yep. yep. Are you wanting to buy anything from Meeps? Or? I don't know. I, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I feel fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you reserve well, the you know. right to say I told you so if there's another swarm. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> you open the next door, six cockroach swarms roll over you. Yeah. Oh, yep. oh, oh, the hissing flying variety. Again. <laughs> ah, goodness. I suppose then you make your way back, uh, rejoin with your other uh, half a dozen companions. Mm -hmm. There's a single door that exits out of the Senate of Circles. There should be stairs beyond this that lead out, if I remember our directions correctly. I mean, well, you were told that the stairs should be in that direction. You don't know if there's a couple other rooms or anything, but yeah. you were told the stairs should be in that direction. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we'll head that way, through the door. Yep, Sorry. we'll warm up. In theory, everybody should be gone from the upper floors at this point, but still well, be on our guard. Hope. All right, Verdi uh, opens the door. You all make your way over. Approach this uh, door exiting out of the chamber. Beyond the door you find a chamber relatively large, about 20 feet from one side to the other, about 40 feet in overall length. Dust-covered couches uh, cover some of the walls of this rectangular chamber. Beyond the door that you've entered here, you can see another door opposite on the other wall, as well as a hallway off towards your right-hand side. As you glance about the room, the walls here are covered in beautiful, although somewhat flaking and aged frescoes of pastoral scenes over every available wall showing what looks to be a pristine, idealized version of nature. Hmm. You can see that there are a number of, uh, again, in this case, they seem to be these idealized forms, even though, uh, from what you understand of general experience, the fae are not to be bothered with. Uh, various fae creatures, dryads, uh, nymphs, and marads, uh, as well as a few leering satyrs and a couple of uh, centaurs, <laughs> despite the fact that centaurs are not actually fake. Yeah, technically but not But they fair. seem to complete the motif here. Mm -hmm. uh, giving this room uh, a general feeling, judging by the couches, it almost feels like a lounge or a waiting room. Hmm. Hmm. As I said, there's a hallway that leaves this room off towards your right-hand side, and then there's a, uh, a single door that exits the chamber opposite. Why do I feel like the one to the right is like a coat closet or something? Yeah, Verity's going to go <laughs> peek around the corner and see if it continues or if it really is just like a nook. Yeah. Yes, we probably should check it. Rounding the corner, this hallway leads about 25 feet or so. That actually ends at a door. As you look okay. down the length of this and see this door, even opening it if you so wish, you find that this door is actually a secret panel oh. 
that opens back up into the Senate of Circles. Hmm. Interesting. Not very secret, is it? Uh, from this side, it's not secret at all. Yeah, from the other from side. From this side, it's just a regular door. But from the other side, you would have actually had to been looking for a secret door. But it leads over to the podium, which probably means that if you're... Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So that you can make your, like, you know, dramatic entrance through the wall. Mm -hmm. Without having to go through the entire Senate. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Right. Do we want to pilfer the couches? Anyone that wishes to may make me a perception roll as well. I'll also allow a survival check. I will survival because it's slightly better. I rolled a 16 for a 17 survival. I rolled a 16 for an 18 perception. Uh, Gwen rolls a 7 for a 12 perception. Uh, Felix got a 6 for a 15 perception. Oliver got a 6 for a 6 perception. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So, Verity, you make your way over there. I imagine Felix and uh, Gwen maybe even just appreciating the art in this room, because the art's rather nice. Oliver keeping a wary eye on that other door. Cornelius, you note something curious. Well, now look here. Mm -hmm. There in the dust, there's two sets of boot prints, mm -hmm. like those of a child or maybe a halfling. Oh. Mm. What? They come in from the door we're about to go through, then the door we came from, and then back through the opposite door, as though somebody did try to go down here and was maybe uh, rebuffed by Daggio. Hmm. Well, Perhaps a survivor. Yeah, it could have been someone who knew about this area and tried to hide. Hmm. Yeah, it's quite strange. I suppose we should keep our guard up. Agreed. Hmm. It really just means the stairs out of here are definitely this direction if someone came down recently. True. Yeah, yes. And are most likely cleared. There was no blood or anything like that. Or we're going to find a dead halfling in a moment. I hope not. Yes. Very well. I guess I'll open the door to the next to the next room. Yeah. You take a second to uh, discuss what you saw here. Make your way forward. Uh, find that this other door uh, also does not appear to be uh, locked. Hmm. Verity, you open the door to reveal a very small chamber. Hmm. Only about five feet from this side to a door on the opposite side with only a small alcove off towards the right and left. The right-hand side seems to be a small washing station and the left-hand side seems to be a place for individuals to hang their cloaks ah. as they step through this small cloak room. You have a few seconds to take this in oh, before God. a complex device attached to the ceiling snaps forward with a whip crack sound, sending a spraying fan of daggers into the collective group of you. Oh. Oh uh, let me go ahead and get some attack rolls here real quick. Oh. I think that, that was actually a mercenary who came to set a trap. <laughs> like, they, like they knew we were down here or maybe they just set the trap in case in the case. rats came mm. surging up from beneath. Let's do this. Blast of oh, daggers man, comes flying out. Yeah, it sounds bad. That's going to be a 30 to hit Verity. Wow! A 22 to hit Felix, a 13 to hit Oliver, and a 31 to hit Gwen. What the hell? That is wildly wow. crazy. Like, wait, 13 to hit me? You're sure? Yeah, to hit Oliver. Oliver's just happens to be slightly off to Verity's side, so not in front of the door. God. I'm just glad oh it didn't try God. to hit me. Good gracious. Uh, unfortunately, it only hits the uh, the six squares directly in front of the, uh, the door, so... Uh, Cornelius is technically always behind and slightly off to the side. Thank mm. goodness for me. Uh, so shreds through all of you. Ah. Uh, let me go ahead and bounce all of this real quick. So for... Wait, Ooh. full combat music? <laughs> Hold on. Oh gosh, is the assassin still here? This isn't just a trap. 
Everybody roll for initiative? It's a trap in more ways than one. <laughs> I'm glad we gave Felix the Pearl of Power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she's going to need it in a minute. Yep. It's very possible. So first off, one dagger strikes Verity, uh, slamming into her for five points of damage. Jeez. Ow. Ah. Two dra- daggers strike Gwen. Mm. As both of these daggers, again, one dagger slams into Verity's shoulder. Uh, Gwen, another one hits you basically in the leg, and a second one hits you in the gut, stabbing you for 13 points of damage. I have like four hit points left. Jeez. Felix, three daggers slam into you. One of them striking your arm, one hitting you in the chest, and one hitting you in the side. Oh, God. For a collective 19 points of damage as it nearly bowls you. Wow. Oh, <laughs> as wow. As it bowls I'm, Felix off of yeah. her feet. I am in negative Gwen three. starts yelling for Jabari. Like, don't you also have a spell? Yes, but I have one. Yeah, but she's and at, I'm almost dead. And yeah. well, she's at negative three. Uh, so Cornelius, what would you like to do? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Cornelius. I rolled fumb- initiative for you guys. Yeah, Cornelius fumbles <laughs> around in his pack. Fumbles pulls out that uh, potion of cure light wounds he has and... Uh, administers it to Felix. Good gracious. Yeah, yeah. You see her, again, you see her get hit with three daggers, kind of waver for a second before just toppling backwards. He probably catches her, you know. My yeah, just kind of grab her. Outfit. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> One thing oh is gosh. I think administering a potion to a downed ally is a full, round action. full round action. Yeah. You know, You'll, you can to start you're doing start. it. You're getting yeah. ready. You're like pulling the cord. You basically catch her, kind of support her as uh, again, yeah. Cornelius is not a very strong man. Uh, the dead weight of Felix just falls on him as she slumps down, quickly fishing around, pulling out your uh, your potion. Uh, imagine Gwen and Verity also both uh, crying out in pain and shock. Because uh, yeah, again, it, it launched with enough force to sound like a whip crack. Yeah, that's a wow. lot of force for daggers. Yeah. Verity, you have a so dagger in your- So what just threw this at us? Uh, it looks like there's some sort of complex mechanical contraption that has been attached to the ceiling that as the door opened, it swung down and then shot forward. Like one of those classic uh, Indiana Jones style, like spiked things that are on a mm. rope that usually like spring out, tying a dagger to a tree and then attaching it to a trip line. Does it look like it's going to do that again? No, there were 20 daggers in it. A number of them, they again, they lost enough force or you suppose direction that they didn't hit Cornelius and Oliver. Honestly, he he missed them by luck. He was just standing yeah. close enough to the door jam. Um, I think, when they I think really out. Felix probably took the one that Cornelius should have yeah, gotten. Yeah, I probably like stepped in front of him or something to like block the blow. Mm. The other ones are embedded in the couch on the opposite side of the room back behind you now. <laughs> so like uh, I'm standing well, purely by dumb luck, basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know. Verity's just going to slice into that machinery, whatever that machinery is. Not going to worry about the attack roll. You can... It's it's spent. Yeah, I don't really have anything else I can do, and that is probably what she would do, just in case. I don't know Rinse anything about traps. I don't know anything about healing people. Uh, Gwen, you've been stabbed yeah. twice. Although Felix is bleeding out. Gwen will use her last first level spell to cast Cure Light Wounds on Felix, who gets six hit points back. Oh, and then she's I also hit. going to continue to yell for the only other cleric we have. <laughs> Get in here and channel. Our cleric's down. <laughs> Send him back up, cleric. Sorry. Help us. I, I hurt. I, I, at least I have three hit points now, though, so thank you. Ooh, <laughs> that dropped you. Uh, yeah. yeah dropped I only have down. 16 hit points. 
<laughs> oh wow, you only have two more than me then. I've got 14. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Remind me to tell an anecdote here in a minute. Oliver. Um, I will step into the room to see if there's anybody like waiting in there. Somebody's hiding in the coat closet area. Yeah, I don't think there is, but. You can uh, quickly stride your way basically forward and into the chamber. Yeah, it's just a small room that ends with another door. Don't open that door. No, I don't plan on it. <laughs> another another uh, twenty daggers come shooting out. I will keep my uh, I'll keep my grip on my hand axe as I draw it as I move, and uh, technically, yeah, technically I can draw it as I move. I'll ready in action, I guess, to strike a obviously hostile person if they try to go through the door. Very well. So you step forward, uh, heft up your weapon. Verity's still like swinging over your head at this point at this thing that just stabbed her. You know, just breaking it in case it has some sort of reset. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Zubari's uh, technically there. Kind <laughs> yeah, exactly. of, they're in the other room, so Zubari's going to start moving forward. But uh, Felix. Uh, channel? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I'm going to channel because I think everybody got hit in that. Yeah. So I think it is worth You just kind of come to Gwen's place, their hands uh, over your wounds and just quickly like she is healing you while pulling the knives out simultaneously to keep the, you know from bleeding too much. I'm just probably gonna be like <coughs> channeling. <coughs> It'll help. Yeah, cradled right, in Cornelius's lap. Again, <laughs> uh, six points of healing for everyone. Ooh, nice. nice. I'm a good healer. Yeah. I just yeah. suck at the crossbow. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We'll take it. <laughs> I'd rather the healer be good at healing. <laughs> After a couple of seconds, Zubari joins you, and Oliver standing at the door. Nothing comes through. All right. Why don't we have everyone step out and I will just open the next door? Well, uh, we could just stand on either side of the doorway. You never know. I plan on not standing in the doorway. I would like a channel from Zubari, please. Or a healing spell from Zubari or something, because I'm uh, Does still anyone down. else still need healing? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I do. Then Zubari will channel. You'll step in. Mm. Oh my. <laughs> Crude, but effective. Mm. Everyone heals for one. Sadness. Thanks, Zabari. I was going to say, I'm still down six hit points. I mean, Same. you can drink my potion of cure light wounds I've got. Yeah, that's probably be willing to channel one? again. Yeah, let's have him channel one more time. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, multiple people. Uh, there's another two for everyone. Hmm? That's, you did I really well early now. <laughs> yeah. Yep, the law of averages come to get us. Yeah. All right, everyone, step away, and Verity shoes you. <laughs> we all go into the next room, I guess? Or at least out of the radius of what could be hit through this door. I'm going to still stand by the door, but I'm going to stand, I suppose, to the side. Like fully um, hidden? Yeah, I was going to say, Cornelius gets in, the, gets in the corner of this room, like, with the door, so that he can't be hit by the door. <laughs> so basically, in the corner of the lounge area. Yeah, so I'll yeah. say in the corner yeah. of the lounge area. I just want to be nearby in case Verity needs help. Okay. I don't want to just, like, leave her be. Oh, once everybody's taken cover, uh, Verity will uh, open the next door and brace herself. You step forward. Open the door. Beyond the door, you see a chamber. Maybe from here to the opposite side, some 30 feet in length. Probably just over 20, maybe 25 feet in overall width. The walls here, unlike what you've seen elsewhere, are relatively unadorned. Two sets of lockers line the walls off towards the right and left. In one, you can see a set of rusted swords in a weapon locker off towards the left-hand side. 
And uh, on the other side, you can see a bunch of empty armor stands in the lockers off towards the right-hand side. Almost as if this was some sort of security room. Mm. A single door ahead and off towards your left uh, seems to be the only exit from this otherwise empty chamber. All right, I think we're clear. This appears to be just a storage room, an empty storage room. All right. We move then. Considering that someone came in and left and there wasn't blood everywhere, we have to assume whoever the footprints belong to is the one who set that trap. Would seem to be the most likely thing, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Verity, we'll go ahead and step inside. Very well. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception roll. Oh, no. Verity. Uh, Verity rolls a four for a four. We only thought all the assassins were gone. I mean, technically, some of them would have seen us disappear in the uh, ensuing chaos. Yeah. And if they were aware of that contingency, they may be able to surmise that we may be down here. Yeah, yeah. it's possible that they that they did know about it. So, Verity, you step forward into the room. As you do so, you have only a second <laughs> to register. On either side of the door that you just opened, two small, three-foot-tall, black-cloaked and hooded figures. Oh, God. There's our Who immediately assassins. dart forward, rapiers in hand as you step through the door. And I'll need initiative from the party. <laughs> oh, Gosh, dang it. <laughs> oh, this was why I went first, I suppose. Yeah. You're about to get uh, snuck attacked. Something fierce. I am. I might be dead in a second. <laughs> uh. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Lordy, lordy. Shoot the combat music back up. Well, they heard their trap go off, and then they were like, ah, let's prepare. Yeah, exactly. And they were like, oh, hey, there is somebody alive down there. Let's get ready to ambush him. <laughs> Vol gutter snipes. Nice. So, first off, we get a surprise attack round. Oh, devastation. <laughs> I really wish my perception wasn't a zero. So, let's do a quick round table, get a little sirenscape going. Sirenscape. Gutter snipes. Gutter snipes. Don't trust halflings. <laughs> What? Hey, that's, not, that's rude. <laughs> Don't be like Wilfrin. <laughs> the trap Wilfrin was the hint. Wilfrin has a lot of money that we can potentially <laughs> earn off of him. Yeah, Sirenscape, yeah, the trap was the hint for Gwen sure. Gwen doesn't tolerate mm. racists, so that's a hard line for her. So, so uh, quick round table. Jessica, what do we get for Verity? Verity rolls an 18 for a 22 when she gets to go. Yeah, there you go. Let's say. Jordan, get what the about jump Cornelius? When you have a chance, I assume. Mm-hmm. Cornelius I rolls a 13 for a 15. Heather, what do we get for Gwen? Gwen rolls a 20 for a 21. Also very good. Mm-hmm. Rachel, what do we get for Felix? Felix got a 13 for a 15. All right. And Ross, what about Oliver? Oliver rolled a 16 for an 18. All right. Then uh, let's go ahead and get this started. First off, we're going to have a surprise attack so round. So many stabbings. As, uh, yeah, unfortunately, you open up the door. They, uh, You did not notice them with their stealth check, and then they both get their little uh, quick uh, stab attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that first one's a natural one. So oh, uh, that's not going to do anything. That follow-up one, looking at a 24. Oh, yes, certainly. Eeks. Oh, my. Eeks, eeks. That would have hit me regardless, which does make me feel better, always. Uh, ramming into you for 12 points of damage oh, as the sneak oh, attack oh. slams into your side, this rapier scurrying you. <laughs> Barry coughs up blood a little bit, but it's still standing. Uh, fortunately, your coughing up blood seems to have hit the other one as it just tries to snap <laughs> you just cough into the face. Oh, like a, 
Oh, God. Nope. So, yeah, Verity blood gushes out (laughs) as this one rams, uh, this man rams his blade into you. Again, he looks to be a halfling man, maybe some three foot tall, carrying a rapier and wearing a chain shirt, um, a thin chain shirt under his black cloak. Uh, looking to be much akin to the, uh, the assassins that had attacked the Senate just the other day, just yesterday, just last night, just eight uh, hours ago or ten hours ago. Uh, assassins. <laughs> assassins. Assassins. <laughs> assassins. Uh, yeah, Verity, you sputter up some blood. Like yeah, it's not great. Uh, one of them yells out, "Found you!" and then uh, you know stabs you in the side. Because we were hiding. I don't. You know. <laughs> uh, taking us to round one of combat. And very, very fortunate for Jessica. Verity gets first initiative before these guys go again. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yikes. Very, very fortunate indeed. Jeez. Um, oh, You're currently also standing in the flank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to five foot step out of this flank. Okay. Uh, and two handed grip with my katana around on this one in front of me. All right. So you step forward, whip the blade around. All right, that's going to get me... Oh, that's a pretty good roll. Not a critical threat or anything. That is a 16 for a 21 to hit this little guy. A 21 will strike your target as you bring your blade around and slice out at the man. Oh, good. Uh, So that is nine points of damage as I cut up through him. A painful slice, although he is still going as he cut deep into the man. Uh, Again, the one that he's also the one that just stabbed you in the side. So a quick, uh, quick bout of revenge there. Yes. Oh, that worked out well. I was hoping it would be that one. Bringing us to Gwen. Uh, Gwen is going to burst into Rage Song because she's she's at the end of a rope, guys. It's Very time to immediately rages with you. So it's definitely <laughs> been a five-minute adventuring day full of bad times. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I move 10 feet forward, 15 feet I'll take those extra hit here. points. Thank you. Um, I'm not going to step into the flank. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Verity is like, there's two of them. So that's the end of my turn. All right. Gwen strides her way forward. Uh, that brings us to one of the assassins who turns the silent blade take you and then thrusts. Uh, actually, he'll take a five foot slide to the side. Ugh, nightmare. And ready. Yep. This again. Uh. Oliver Darahan. In that case, Oliver will absolutely take part of this raging song this time because... <laughs> Join... <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, as a swift action, he goes on ahead and empowers his weapon as well. Okay. You want to come be back to back with me, friend? I'm coming. <laughs> That's exactly what I plan on doing. <laughs> Woohoo! So, I might die uh, if I get stabbed again. <laughs> all right. Uh, so swift action, then Oliver enhances his weapon as it glows uh, with a rune resembling, actually, the house crest of House Darahan. Oh, He'll nice. then begin to move into the room 20 feet, provoking an attack of opportunity from the one near the door. You are correct, sir, and he will take it. Don't forget that y'all get the temporary hit points that come with that constitution bonus when you accepted the raging song. Mm -hmm. So that is a 20 to strike Oliver as he moves through the open doorway. A 20 will definitely strike me, so... (laughs) Very well, you are stabbed in the side, fortunately for only five points of damage as there is no sneak attack included with this one. However, the halfling does still skewer you with with his rapier as you move through. Oliver snarls in probably a rather uncharacteristic yeah. way. <laughs> Quinn's like, everybody's getting mad. It's awesome. <laughs> We're all very mad. <laughs> you can't let all of us get mad. <laughs> Oliver snarls. Verity's just seething quietly. It's a very Ooh. mixed bag. 
Yeah, that is nice. a 19 for a 26 Ooh. to strike Ooh. the halfway. Is so close to that times three. I know. <laughs> Uh, 11 points of damage. You rush through, swinging out, slicing into the other halfling, uh, striking him for 11 points of damage as blood gushes out. The man sputters, uh, takes his blade, go ahead and five foot step to the side, because he and the other one are going to have to do a little dance to get a sneak attack in. Yeah, well, I feel so bad for them right now. As Oliver ducks into the room, gets hit, hits the man in turn with his axe and then goes basically back to back with Verity to try to keep them from being as immediately surrounded. Yeah. Uh, The other uh, affectionately called gutter snipe number two will (laughs) uh, will go ahead and step to the side and swing out stabbing with his rapier. Mm hmm. Ooh, uh, that's actually only a 10. A 10 will not hit me. So from there we go to Felix. I feel like a lot of people got stabbed and I should probably channel. I mean, it is a burst effect, uh, although you can't see the other halfling to exclude him. Oh, dang it. Okay. Yeah. You'd have to move. I mean, I did take an attack of opportunity from the closer one, but he may have combat reflexes. I don't know. Uh, he's also mm. acted since then. Oh, that's also true. Uh, right. yes. I can see one of them, yes? Yes. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to load and try to shoot this guy through the door. Okay. Uh, Abadar apparently does not like the gutter snipes. Uh, I rolled an 18. They are... Yeah. Probably chaotic. And 18 will yep. strike your target as nice. the bolt sails through uh, slicing into the man. Nice. For seven Ow. points of damage. Ow, Ow. a painful You're right, Avatar doesn't like this guy. As uh, Dignity's no. bar cuts into the man, taking us from Felix to Cornelius. Okay, Cornelius put himself in the corner where he couldn't see anybody. He's going to run up <laughs> to... Uh, the doorway. Oh, look at that. It's quite full right here, isn't it? Let's see. Uh, excuse me, Gwen. He's just going to get himself just nice and comfortable in another corner, basically going where the, uh, you said there's a little Gwen water basin. Gwen kind of raises an eyebrow uh, yeah, you're on, you're on the, You basically run into there and then duck underneath where all the coat hangers are, just kind of like shove yourself in the corner. Yep. But I can clearly see uh, one of the uh, the gutter snipes, the one to the north, and so I will... Yep, uh, one of the assassins. Yep, call out to my uh, supernatural ability and hit him with a force strike. All right. All right, so... Talk to the hand. <laughs> I hit him for six. Max damage. Uh, Your bolt soars through the open doorway, slams into him, and the man goes down. Oh, look at you. Yay. Very nice. I helped. All right. Taking us from Cornelius. Felix, go ahead and roll me a perception. Oh, no. No. God, are there two more of them hiding? There's one in the room under the couch. Uh, I rolled a 14 for a 23. Cornelius, you duck into here. You blast off this bolt. Um, Gwen is raging. Felix, you fire off. Actually hit someone with your crossbow, which uh, is kind of a a reinvigorating thing considering the challenge that you just had. About to ruin my day, aren't you? Does a 17 hit your flat-footed AC? Yeah, just one above. Mm. Felix, as you focus, as you blast off this, as you look at all of your friends, you hear at the last second a scrape of boots before something firm clubs you over the back of the head as you stumble forward, taking 13 points of non-lethal damage. Oh my gosh. Uh, Who's hitting you? This slams Felix hits the ground into a slump. Gwen, as you turn back, you see the halfling Amistios. (gasps) 
with no, a sap in his hand, yell past, take them alive, they're noble. <gasps> and we'll pick it up here next time. What? Come on, this little halfling man. Oh, Gwen wow. is going to stab the sh- out of this halfling next oh turn. Oh my gosh. I probably 100% have a concussion right now. Oh, yeah, 100%, yeah, I know for sure. My ah, God. the long con. <laughs> uh, well, How did yeah, he know he... that those were his friends in this other room, man? Did he, he have knew this, the plan, the... I guess. I, we'll have to try to interrogate him later if he survives. Yeah, if he survives, because well, when I get him. awake, I'm stabbing him with a bolt. <laughs> <laughs> stabbing him with a bolt, not even a dagger, just a bolt. I'll take the so minus four improvised. Hand. Just point blank shoot him. You know? <laughs> point blank shot. Yeah. So I've uh, been waiting for that little reveal Jeez. for a while. Gracious. He betrayed us first. Not a good <laughs> twist. I don't like those kind of twists. I don't like being betrayed when we're helping people. But you know what the opposite of traitors are? Our patron supporters. It's true. <laughs> we're still very upset about this. You're still so very upset about yeah. that, and I don't blame you. But I do want to take an opportunity <laughs> to thank our patrons for their amazing continual support. I'm going hard into these segues some of these times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are. Rick's like, I will make this work. That <laughs> will shoehorn it in. Just got to fishtail swerve around this curve to, to make this work. So thank you all to our amazing patrons for your continued patronage and support. Uh, without all of you, we could not uh, do this, and... Uh, None of you would be aware of this uh, this sudden and horrible, inevitable betrayal. <laughs> that, but it didn't seem like it was so inevitable, but here you go. Uh, wow. As a, as a has, uh, has suddenly revealed his true colors. But all of you have already revealed your own true colors by supporting us. And for anyone else that would like to support us, you may do so by going to patreon.com backslash find the path uh, or just clicking on the little link down in the description of this episode. And to, then uh, your true colors will be revealed. Yeah. And then, uh, and honestly, actually, if you really want to uh, to wear these true colors on your sleeve, continuing this somewhat forced uh, analogy, you can go onto our uh, our website and go and pick up some uh, some merch. We don't we don't rep the we merch enough, but we have some for War for the Crown. Right? Yeah, now. we don't currently have anything Not for yet. War for the Crown, but coming soon. Uh, coming but we do have soon. some amazing uh, t shirts. So if you're interested in some t shirts, and honestly, we need to put out just a War for the Crown logo because I love the mm. logo for War for the Crown. True, the um, logo so is great. We need to make that a thing. Mm. Yeah, we, we should release them in greens and blues so that you can pick your side. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> it's really a side. It's just green and blues, Taldor's colors. We should do another three-stripe shirt, except instead of Tyrant's Grass and Mummy's Mask, do Hell's Rebels and War for the Crown. Mm. Yeah, we could do that, too. Yeah, we could do that, too. We have so you many know. shows. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so thank you all to our uh, our continued support from our patrons. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, we want to take a second to, of course, uh, thank a couple of them by name. Uh, so I was going to go ahead and I'll go ahead and start and simply say thank you, David. Just David. Yeah. All the Davids <laughs> in the world. Thank you all. <laughs> all Davids. And I'd like to thank Siobhan Dugan. Ooh, Dugan. That's a good last name. Siobhan's also a really fun first yeah, name. Siobhan's Actually, yeah, really absolutely. Name. And I would like to thank Stephen Crowell. Oh, thank Very you, Stephen. Cool. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Stephen. We got another Stephen. Yep. And I would like to say thank Stephen Baines. And both Stephen spell their names differently for ah, extra. Separate unique. flavors yes. of Stephen. <laughs> Several Steve. flavors yeah. of Stephen, indeed. <laughs> various. It's a very complicated. It's a very so. Thank you, Stephen and Stephen. Stephen with a ph and Stephen with a v. V. Yeah. Next up is Stephen. Like no, fantasy with a ph. <laughs> I do not have a Stephen, uh, but I would like to thank Ian Childs. Oh, thank very you, good. Ian. Mm. Always like the name Ian. Yeah, it's Ian's a good, a good one. And I would like to go on ahead and thank Ralph. So appreciate your support, Great. Ralph. All the Just Ralph. Thank you, Ralph. Ralph is a good mm-hmm. dude. 
And thank Absolutely. all the other Ralphs in the world. Or Rafe. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it could be Rafe. True. <laughs> so many different ways for us to butcher these pronunciations. And by that, I mean just pronounce it in the wrong way, that there's various Oops. ways to pronounce certain words. We try hard. I just think of we Ian do. Malcolm, actually, going back to Ian. But Oh, yeah, Ian Malcolm. <laughs> yeah. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yep. Halflings find a way. <laughs> like Amistos, our least favorite oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, Our new least favorite Amistos. <sighs> and of course, Can't before we go, we do want to have, take a chance to thank all of our Find the Path tier patrons, which include Anne Her, Eric Junker, Gary S., Jessica Vitelli, Kevin Etterfay, Louis Ellis, Lisa Junker, and TJ Khan. Thank you each for your continued patronage and thank support. Thank you. Thank you so yes. much. Thank you. And until next time, good luck, Pathfinders. Bye, Look out there. Bye. <laughs> All right, we should have left Please that guy locked Try not to be struck insensible by random passersby. What a it's bad true, episode yeah. for Rage. Yeah. Well, one, it's a bad episode for Rage. And two, I just wanted to mention uh, the sheer number of posts that I see on the uh, Pathfinder message boards pertaining towards this book about people getting TPK by the trap on that door. Oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah, ridiculous. It. I didn't like it. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.